my gosh, you guys, I am crazy amounts of excited to welcome my wonderful dear friend, Danae Valle, uh, to the My Wim Life Show. Um, we met several years ago in what started out kind of as a business mastermind group and definitely turned into something that was super heart-centered uh, and really bonded that group of us together forever. I don't think any of us will be the same after after our joining in Zenas. Yeah, it's been magical. The best yeah. relationships ever. Absolutely. So, Danae, tell everyone a little bit about who you are. Hmm. Well, let's see. I have quite the fun variety in my life right now. I This year has been like... I kind of funny. I turned 50 and all kinds of things happened. So, <laughs> so I have been um, a business owner. I've been a hairstylist for 33 years now and I have a, a small salon. I've been everything from a small little chair in my home to a huge salon. At one point I had 23 stylists. Um, right now I have a salon in Meridian that I have five um, girls that work with me and it's it's more of a mentoring salon so they're all hairstylists and when they work with me they work in assist, assisting me but they also have their own clients so it's a different setup um, so that's what I do for my my career and fortunately it just feeds my soul I I get to mentor people I get to help my clients to discover themselves and express themselves and Probably my motto around that is like trying to make your outside match your inside. So yeah. it brings me a lot of joy. Um, the size is manageable. Um, so the other part of me, which has been also really interesting this year, is I love um, learning about the world. And so with my work schedule, I'm really um, deliberate and plan out my year so that I have these breaks that are consistent. Because in a salon, you have a pattern. So if you take time off, then it makes a hole again in your schedule later. So anyway, and then COVID came along, which has kind of been a fun, kind of a fun story for me. But um, up until then, um, you know, I was doing well covering the world. I think last year, let's see, we went to Malaysia and Singapore, Peru, Philippines, Ecuador, quite a few neat adventures. And um, we're able to go and Usually we do Airbnb and hang out with local people. So I, I felt like I really discovered a lot about myself. Um, little did I really know I, with, I also went through a divorce through that year. So there is, who am I? Now I am, um, I'm still a mom, but I had, I'd been a wife for 33 years. So now when you say, who am I? Let's see. Um, I am a person who's discovered a lot of joy I've discovered um, myself. I've discovered my um, spirituality has also opened into a whole new world. Um, now I'm also a girlfriend. Like I'm actually here in town visiting my um, my boyfriend, and so I'm out in his beautiful backyard. And um, but which I have to tell a funny little side note. I hadn't been dating. Um, him a huge amount of time when COVID came and I was actually here for just a date for the weekend and ended up here for eight weeks. So this has been my home since uh, <laughs> on and off since March. So uh, so as far as that goes, like COVID could really 
came in for over half of this year of me um, post-divorce and trying to figure out who I am. So um, I'm super happy to say that I'm here. I'm getting ready to fly home in a little bit, but I just got back from Jamaica. And so when you say who I am, I'd say I'm a person who's learned to conquer a lot of things I never thought I could. And that trip was one of them. It took quite a bit to get out of the U.S. right now and a lot on the effort of logistics, a lot on the courageous side. So I would say I am courageous. I'm adventurous. I'm, I'm business driven. I'm family oriented. I have, I'm a mom of three amazing children and two grand babies. And if you asked me before who I am, I probably would have said a mom and a grandma and a business owner, but uh, I'm brave and you're a good example of that. Oh, I love I love that description. I think we do get really attached to the titles that we have or that either we've labeled ourselves or others have labeled us. Um, and I love that you are really thinking about the values that you hold as well as the strengths that you carry with you as part of who you are. I love that. So I know you talked a little bit about your salon and I really want you to expand more on the mentorship of how you've got your setup done. That's different than anything that I've ever seen and it's so powerful not only for yourself but for everyone that you have the ability to mentor and move through that process so that you're teaching them to be better yes so i did hair uh, gall when i first started doing hair i was in a, a salon and it was so intimidating you know if you didn't know the answers or how to do it you felt i felt just stupid <laughs> i yeah. hate that word but and I didn't feel like there was anyone to really lean on or ask questions. Had a couple people who I, you know, I, I pretty much just tried to watch them. Um, and I ended up doing more nails than hair because hair, there's so much to learn. And I was really good at nails and build up a good clientele. So about seven years into doing hair, um, I was, um, well, there's a lot that happened in between then. But, you know, I had one little, um, I had a, I worked in that salon and then a bigger salon and then we moved to California and I had the chance to work with a really good stylist who inspired me. And this is in the olden days. So I'd get little <laughs> mail packets. I'd open my manila envelope and read, you know, before Pinterest and Skype and internet. So I'd open my little packages and read her formulas. So she was the first person who just inspired me at a really big level. And so, um, I, had moved back to Idaho and remodeled my first house, which is kind of a whole new part of my other part of my life. I've remodeled a ton of homes. So I turned this little salon, um, this little back, I don't know, it was a 1920 house, so a little back porch into a salon. And I started realizing how little I really did know. And um, I think that's a funny point in our lives. If it's parents or whatever, you go, whoa, I've been doing this. I didn't realize how much more there was to know. Yeah. Um, and so I had the chance to go with um, a friend of mine to a big hair show in Las Vegas. And it was an international show. And that that was a, a big turning point for me. So um, I went there and I saw these things they were doing. And I went, oh, my word, there's so much more. So that... Um, Put me onto a path that took me to I started going back to New York to it's called the Redken Exchange and that's where I took classes like super intense like 
Katanawai, Color Nawai, and breaking down chemistry and corrective things. And you're with just the top people in the industry. And back then, I was fortunate to be with who are now the, the leaders in our industry and to be good friends with them. So one of the guys is like Sam Villa, Philip Wilson. They're, they're just industry changers. And those were the people I was fortunate to rub shoulders with. Another guy, um, Patrick McIver, him and I went on to be educators together. I did um, all the color for all the traveling shows and worked with him. And, mm-hmm. um, and those relationships are still so powerful. And they, um, I want to touch upon the self-growth that that brought me to. But that gave me this amazing mentorship on the skills of my hair. Um, and so... Later, um, when I was back in New York, fast forward about eh, 15 years ago, I was getting ready to um, kind of expand. At this point, um, Victor, who is um, my, he's my ex-husband, but he and I are still in business together. He had gone to school to do hair. My son had gone to school. And we were, we had moved uh, about five times to home salons that were bigger and bigger and bigger. At this point, we had six chairs in our home salon. And it just wasn't even really safe for our neighborhood to have that many cars coming and going. You know, we had, I don't know, probably 25 cars coming and going in the day. And so I was introduced by um, my good friend um, in New York to a program called um, The Summit. And it's a business program. And it, it is a mentoring program where you have levels that you start with level one, two, three, and four. And you take on these stylists as associates and then you, you grow them into um, the progression. And I'm happy to say, I think I have did the math about 25 girls that I've trained have actually gone on to open salons. So that's oh. that that makes my heart happy because the people who mentored me, it's always neat to see that paid forward. I didn't mention something super important though. I always wanted to do hair and I didn't really know, I, I don't know, I grew up in such a small town in a family who hadn't done a ton of things. Um, and so right after I graduated from high school, I got a scholarship um, for a school that had opened in Nampa back then called Razzle Dazzle. <laughs> it's now <laughs> not that anymore. But speaking of mentoring, that's the person who, who gave and poured love and education and belief into me. And then that went on to my first salon owner, and I'm still friends with all of them. And I just, if I could ever be as gracious to give credit to the people who've made me who I am, it was that first person when I was, you know, I was 17 um, when that gal believed in me. And then there was 19. I went through some really hard challenges when my first salon owner believed in me. And so it makes me happy to say there's now not just 25 salon owners but there's also all the lives that are touched by them so um anyway now in the salon i'm in the girls that work for me they'll eventually be the ones that you know take over so it's mentoring them with hair but how to relate with people how to run business how to network and they are they're like they're like just my family they mean everything to me and um so when we work together um we do all, it kind of ebb and flows. We've done this together. I mean, Lindy's been working for me for like nine years and they've all been like Tony and Noel like six years and, and even Lexi for several years. So 
Um, I always do the consultation with a client and I like to have one of the girls with me because that's a huge part of it. Like you've got to take what's in your head, what's in their head, somehow pull all together with whatever the fabric they have and their face shape and their lifestyle and their personality and come up with this, you know, magical creation. And, um, there's a lot to be said about that. And technically, um, Thanks to all that training, I have tons of technical um, skills, but you you still have to relate. It's like going into the uh, dressing room, I'm sure, and you're like, here's this lady with big hips or no hips, and here's this dress with silk or one with wool. And it's like, that's how it is with hair. It's like trying to take this Pinterest project that somebody worked on for four months with, you know, 30 hours or more into it with professional photography and makeup and go, Oh, honey, you have four hairs on your head. And sometimes it might even be, I even had a gal recently, I love her to pieces, but she's just coming off of um, chemo and just barely has any hair. And she actually brought in a, a picture of the style she wanted. But it's like, sometimes the, like, the disconnection of what's possible is huge, but how to help people emotionally through that. Um, I've worked so much with people who are abused and, um, when you're when you're in that space with someone, it's like your heart is right at their crown, their head, and there's just so much connection. So when I talk about mentoring with my stylist, to me, it's a much bigger, much yeah. much bigger thing than just actual hair part. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I think that there's definitely, and I and I think that's true almost in any business. Like there is yes. a lot more to you know a run a plumbing business than just unplugging a toilet. Like there are marketing things and business things and you have to network and create relationships for those long-term referrals. And I think that that's the way that it is in any business. You have to build the relationships and do the business piece of it for sure. So I love that you're not only invested in that, but you're teaching that to others so that they can continue down their part of the journey. Yeah. I often think you need to be like a, almost, it'd be great to have a, well, it'd be great for social workers to be able to be hairdressers. <laughs> it'd be nice for hairdressers to have the psychology and that, but I'm really, I love people. And so it's such a neat career for me because I get to take my love for people, relationships, and um, it didn't quite go into there. So when I um, met these people in New York and Mincy and Mary, they lived there during 9-11 and we were oh. good friends. Um, we met actually, my first time to New York was one month after 9-11 and um, wow, <laughs> talk about life changing. And um, it was some of my first actual travels, like going to New York is one of my biggest adventures I was on and to have it happen right after that. But um, Mary and Anne have become mentors, dear friends of mine. and. They started a project called Destination Rejuvenation, which is um, uh, you just a full immersion, life-changing process. So I started going to that about 15 years ago, and it it, it woke me up. And they um, they have five areas of life that they focus on, and they um, teach you how to look at at your life and. And anyway, I've been able to go to that several times 
and they actually even came to my home and put it on for about 25 ladies in my home several mm -hmm. years ago but it projected me into wanting to understand people and be able to love people and serve people and inspire um, others so I think that being in the salon like you said as you know more there there's just always more to know but I'm able to give in ways and touch lives it isn't just hair but they they learn to trust you that way and it's just it is such a neat it's yeah. such a neat career it's such a it's so life-giving to me and I feel so blessed um, so blessed yeah but yeah I, I think I've told you before my uh my youngest daughter's going to cosmetology school so yeah. she's just kind of in the middle of of that process and I just am excited for the potential joy that she will get from this lifelong well, opportunity if she has your fun personality she's got a great head start because <laughs> you sure need to be able to relate to people and I'm sure she has great practice and she has you as an example well, and she's and she's a Dutch Bros barista, so uh, she's got to have personality for yes. that job too. Yes, yes, amen. <laughs> Those are all these skills that help in this industry. Exactly. So, what are um, on the business side? What are some of the habits and routines that you have in place that keep you on track? Well, hmm, let's see. I think, how, like, like I said, COVID kind of threw us all for a loop to look at that. Yeah. For me, it's like, for me, it's being um, super organized. A lot of people in our industry are really like lighty, but for me, it's been, I'm a lot more creative after I'm organized. So I've always been a really big um, record keeper. Um, so I, I, I would say continuous education, planning, organizing, um, and that way I have a lot more ability open to be creative. Um, and like I've had a lot of systems in the past, we've done tons of, um, there's so much. We have systems on growth that we use. We have um, like from the real, there's like how many clients they should be seeing in a day. At, at the point I'm in right now, we're not doing that so much, but as I've used the level systems, it's like, this is how many haircuts, how many colors, how many repeat, yeah. rebooked clients you need. Um, we really focus though still on rebooking our clients. And, um, but once again, when COVID came, it was like, we didn't even know if we'd work tomorrow. We were closed right. 12 weeks all together. So right now I'm thrilled because we have a schedule in again. So we're able to do it, but man, it was weird not to look forward and see that. But for us, my number one thing I would say to that's it's a twofold thing because part of it is my my lifestyle and having a salon requires the planning. Um, but I think ours isn't an industry that um, usually you focus in on the business. So again, sure. I've been to at least uh, four different business colleges associated with just the hair industry. Um, I don't know how many books and recordings and webinars I've been on um, mm -hmm. during COVID. I actually worked uh, in, with people throughout the country on reopening salons as well as local people. And all those relationships came from some of those business trainings that I've, I've gone to. Um, other things I've done is, well, our Xena group was a business mm -hmm. group, um, which 
became more also relationships, but that has everything to do with business. All of those women have um, mentored, supported, brainstormed um, with yeah. me. I've also done Women Ignite and been actively involved in that, which is a business um, networking group. Um, I've been involved in Chambers of Commerce. I've been involved in national business women's groups. Um, I've been, you know, Business of the Year and Businesswoman of the Year. And I've been, um, the governor gave me award for the number one service uh, person of um, Idaho several years ago. So I guess for me, it's like being involved. Yeah. Um, right now, as of this year, I feel a little different because I feel like I'm kind of coasting, but I still have those relationships that were invested in for years and years. So, yeah, uh, for sure. I for think sure. we're all feeling a little like we're like kind of, I don't know, if coasting. Yeah. <laughs> Doggy paddling. A little, little off kilter. We're <laughs> <laughs> doing. But, you know, sometimes it is that just putting. I would say the thing that helped me pull through that was just to dive in immediately and see how to solve a problem. You know, immediately started writing protocol and laws and ideas of how to work with it. Because in our industry, we're already crazy high on our hygiene level. Um, but first thing I did, I got with Shelby Bills, who owns Gravers in Boise. And then we got with um, Tether and Allison in Idaho Falls. And we, we made our own little board. And I... I networked with people who helped us type up things. We did, we just researched everything from Barbicide, our chemical company, and their recommendations to national um, associations, as well as the Summit Business College I had worked with and Redken. And we just started compiling and compiling things. And so I guess uh, for me, it was like dig in and, yeah. you know, it, it definitely. I still haven't watched a movie. I'm like, I still like, I, we just been uh, moving, um, moving forward. So. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Business, I guess that's my business thing. Like do it. Um, and I tend to want to have things really lined up and perfect, but as long as I have some good structure in place, then it, it is easier to ebb and flow on the rest of it. For sure. So what are, I know what some of your non-negotiables are, things that you have learned over time. You're like, I have to have some of this in my life or I lose my mind. Like, oh. what are some of those? Well, I don't know if everybody knows. I'm really big on self-care. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I go like my, my normal schedule, I'm up by 4.30 or 5 usually in the morning and I go hard till I drop in bed. And I do have a hard time sleeping. My mind's just always thinking of things. So um, some of my non-negotiables are golf, <laughs> just some, some downtime. Um, I love, I love um, getting a massage or a little power nap in and things like that. It helps me have energy to give back. But um, I love my outdoor time is non-negotiable, like hiking, just some of that personal time that mm -hmm. uh, travel has been my like fuel um <laughs> it's not just it's like the adventure like this thing we just went on this trip to it was completely not something you would do it but i totally. would say you're one of the only few people <laughs> pass the test because it was like we were in florida the night before still without permission but we're flying standby we have all these little very uh right in by the seat of our pants. And and that is funny because one of my non-negotiables is I need to plan. So this is an area where I step out of the plan. So we got 
permission like six hours before we got on the plane and then we got there and had some really crazy things with airbnbs and we're like packing up our suitcase and moving and ebbing and flowing left and right um so i guess that i i need structure but i also need adventure adventure is huge um balancing out time with my family is means so much to me and um between divorce right after my divorce i had a flood my entire house um upstairs and downstairs my ceiling to my floor so not only was i recouping from divorce now i didn't have a a place that's emotional for me to have my family come over i literally um lived in my bedroom the rest of my house was no floors no ceilings plastic wrap and so um that was huge to me you know i'd been my full-time thing about being a grandma and i had a grandbaby born that same week and oh. so i got to get to some real core and then just two months after that um the world was shutting down and um i didn't know COVID, what was going to happen but i was supposed to actually be in china and um, <laughs> managed to sneak to ecuador even though the world was locking down but um during that time you know, my house, like the week I was in Ecuador, I was getting my last of my floors put in my painting and I was my own contractor. So I'm like, have this going on and still kind of Ecuador. But it, it, that balance is still being able to hang on to that non-negotiable adventure, even though everything else was really kind of stinky. Yeah. Um, so I guess this year, yeah, I had divorce, flood, COVID, salon lockdown for 12, um, 12 weeks. But we finding ways to find joy the things that just spark joy some of those are yeah i love to dance and during all this lockdown my boyfriend dave we have our own dances i love to garden that's being out in outdoors is huge so my non-negotiables would um i've rambled a lot but would be just finding the things that bring joy um huge for me this year has been um finding what I truly believe in and standing up for that. So spiritually, sure. I went through kind of some real disconnection and then I've come back even stronger in my beliefs and my connection to to God. Um, I'm not a hyper-religious person, but following um, my truth is non-negotiable, whether it's spiritual or in my life decisions or with my family. Um, it's, and I have like, life changing i i recently this is kind of real personal but i was supposed to go in for surgery and i couldn't even sleep i just felt so ill about it and um i ended up um going in for the surgery and the complications that happened it, it would have literally cost my life at the doctor and i hadn't had one last visit but um non-negotiable for me is listening to those promptings and yeah um and i've had a, a really good year to practice that <laughs> I love that it's like it's like when you get the opportunity to practice patience you're like I, I thought I had learned it but apparently I'm still being tested so one more try <laughs> yeah, and, and just I think in my testing my faith man yeah and trusting and believing that it, it's going to be okay and you know we're all yeah. dealing with that but I will say this year has been in the max max level of all the things that matter to me because like i said if you asked me who i would have been i would have been a wife a mom and now um 
especially with that time of lockdown. And then I would have uh, never really have left state during that, but I, I couldn't even be with my family. So it's been a real uh, opportunity just to really redefine who I am without all the same rules. So yeah. even though it took out some security, it broke down a lot of barriers that yeah. so non-negotiable uh, being who I am. Awesome. That's so awesome. So for any entrepreneurs out there, most of them are uh, that watch this are typically startup. Um, so what is one piece of advice that you would give them as they start their journey? A mentor. Get a mentor. If, get, if, if it's not a mentor, if you can get a mentor group, like our a business networking group um, mm. that are of different skill strengths. Um, yes. People who can tap in on, I love our strength finders. And it's funny because mine are all like responsibility achiever, which is, is funny. It's not at all what you think of as a hairdresser. But I think that being a creative stylist was a great talent, but having that solid, um, that solid drive to work hard. So if you're, if you're needing people to help you out with the financial part or the, you know, get in a networking group and in that case, get a really good accountant and financial planner, but be in a group of people that have different strengths than you yeah. and that can, um, that you meet often with. And like, I'm, I'm a goal setter. I mean, I actually have my little goal book right here, but you know, have your daily goals, your weekly goals, your monthly, your yearly, and definitely a five year and a long term, um, list and then you know within that within my daily i have hourly you know um and our salon we see a lot of people on an average mm -hmm. a stylist will see three maybe four clients on a really good day we see on the average of 30 clients about 120 clients a week um we're doing hair like i said a lot different and if anybody ever kind of wanted I guess this is a group that wants to know, like we're not doing um, small numbers of hair, but uh, you know, find somebody else that has the dream and the vision that you want. Not everyone's gonna wanna work their butt off the way we do, um, but it, it works for the people I'm with. My tribe, my salon at work, they're driven um, in the same way I am. We all have different personalities and different strengths, but we're all sure. driven people and super goal oriented and they like to know what we've accomplished so um my goal would be yeah find a mentor that can help you in those ways but make sure that mentor um has in common the, the same goals and the things that you want to have happen yeah in your life, I, in your business. I love that that's so awesome what is the best way for people to reach you and find out more about your salon fastest way to reach us although i mean hey like we just closed our salon for 12 days so we worked like idiots 5 a.m till 8 p.m several days in a row and uh stuff so we're either always at work or we're gone <laughs> so average the best way to really reach us is usually texting um the salon number which is uh 208-870-7648 um, or email is um, v3 
hairstudio at gmail. Um, and then, you know, I'm not on, like I post on Facebook, but you can reach me through Messenger. I'm a little slower sometimes at that, but probably emails I get daily and the text um, for appointments and things, that's fast usually. Yeah. Unless I'm in some other country, which I love to be. Actually, getting ready. Really, I wish you were going, but yeah, we're going to Cancun next month. And then hopefully Dominican Republic and this whole stuff is so shaky, but I always say what I learned out of COVID is don't let it define you and don't, I am, I've become pretty fearless and I'm more afraid of being afraid. That yeah. would be my mantra is I'd rather die living than die living. So yes, we'll I know what happens this next while, but we're, we're planning, we're moving forward. You're coming, yeah. right? Exactly. Exactly. I'm ready. I'm ready to start moving. I've got my own plans for uh, for Costa Rica next, and so there's some there's some things in the works for sure. So I've got one last question for you, uh, and I know because I've witnessed the generosity you have on a regular basis. Uh, but what is how? How do you give back? Mm, that's fortunately, I've had that example said to me my whole life. So giving back a lot of different ways I can do it. It doesn't I have to kind of process that for a minute because it doesn't seem like that. But right now in my own my own home personal life, because I have a home that's uh, larger than I need for myself. I have uh, four other people who I've opened my home up to that are living with me, but I have to say every time I give to them, I get more back. So I can't even say that's giving back. It started that way, um, but I find you're, you're blessed so much more in return. So that's been something. Um, but in my salon every day, there's somebody with need um, that I'm able to, uh, I get services all the time, but I've worked a ton with um, domestic violence has been kind of my uh, big, big thing. Um, I adopted um, a daughter. I was a foster care parent and I adopted a daughter with um, fetal alcohol and um, meth and all kinds of abuse and attachment disorder. So I think that's why it's so huge for me to connect with women in the salon is um, as people gain more confidence, they're able to just believe in themselves. But my work with um, domestic violence has been one of my biggest projects for fundraisers and some of the things I've, I've done. Um, and, you know, I just love working with women either coming, I've worked with a lot of women coming out of the prison system. Um, and what a, what a blessing it's been for me um, to understand, you know, from you know, I, like, I have three children, but my youngest daughter, Katie, it's, it's been a challenge um, for her, for us. And yet, once again, it's like where I've, the more I've given, the more I've received. And mm -hmm. sometimes it's those times when you just don't think you could give another tear or tear another muscle or rip your heart out any further that the returns come back in those same ways. So, yeah. um, anyway. You are definitely a giver and a connector of the highest level. Um, I've been witness to so many things where um, where your heart is just wide open, and I love you for that. I love you. 
<laughs> I admire Thank you and I love you and I'm so glad you're my friend. <laughs> Me too. Feeling is so mutual. Well, I will let you get on your way. I know you're about to get on a plane to come yes. home. So actually I'm gonna take a Harley ride to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, More adventure. Sunny out here in Washington. So I packed really light. I actually sent my suitcase from Jamaica mostly home with my sister-in-law. So I just have a little duffel bag. So we're gonna hop on the Harley and head to the airport. That sounds awesome. Thank you so much for taking some time to chat with me. I love you and we will talk very soon. Mwah. Thanks, Mwah. Thank you so much for tuning in to the My Wim Life Show today. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a moment of the goodness. Thank you.